Here comes the biggest news ever. Trek Off the Motion Picture is available on Amazon Prime. That's right. The movie version of the podcast you're listening to. An actual movie. A motion picture on Amazon Prime. Available in the United States and the UK. Just go on Amazon and search for Trek Off. The word Trek Off. One word. And you can watch us. If you don't have Amazon Prime, you can you can like rent us or buy us. We're available on DVD on Amazon. But like streaming on Amazon Prime. And listen, please watch because it really helps us out. And share it. Give us good reviews. And share it on your Facebook page stuff, man. I'm just excited. Check out the motion picture. Warning, the following contains plot spoilers and naughty language. That means explicit content. And the comments and opinions expressed herein are for entertainment and commentary purposes only and may not reflect the actual opinions of Geeks Radio or the individual hosts. So don't get mad. It's just a show. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today we have a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. We've got a lot. Um, we're going to do something kind of fun where we are going to uh, take a look at uh, what it takes uh, to, to, to indoctrinate someone who is not a nerd into being a nerd. But first... Uh, to be in a nerd but we but we have we have some some things to cover first uh if i may begin um i mentioned in the last podcast that about a month ago i went to um i went to uh farpoint the star yes. trek convention um, I, we haven't even talked about it man um i partic- How was it i participated in a panel called ds9 at 25 which was really fun it was a very honor that they felt that i was a guy uh to ask for that of course if you were to search up ds9 on itunes um we are like the sixth or seventh podcast that comes up so that's you know i guess i guess am i an authority am i a podcast authority sure um uh the panel <laughs> i was, mean i think i think I, I think it's kind of valid to say that you're a ds9 authority that's yeah. your favorite yeah it is my you favorite know? and 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 you know i guess there aren't that many of us um, who have like the both encyclopedic knowledge and a podcast. Uh, it's, I have like a perfect, yeah. perfect storm of nerddom. Um, <laughs> perfect uh, nerd storm. The panel could have been like, really could have honestly been another, another hour long. We barely touched what we wanted. I to mean, touch. yeah, I feel like you could just. I mean, you could probably talk about DS Nine for, for six like, years on a podcast. To eight years of time? I, I mean, we, for like, like just, just DS9. I mean, yeah. just DS9. I think you could do that easily for like half a day to a day and probably for longer than that. <laughs> I think the DS9, more than any of the other Star Trek shows, does lend itself to the podcast discussion or the panel discussion format. Like, like I How think... I, um, well, I think that, for instance, there are a lot of original series episodes you can talk about but how many recurring characters on the original series can you really talk about who you can get into as much as, let's say, Dukat? Um, or I could just go. Yeah, or, I mean, I certainly do think there is. Or Wayun or Nog or, you know, and you can just go yeah, across the board. They definitely do because of, I guess, the time. Um, they were one of the first shows to kind of. Um, re- recognize that there had been shows before. Like yeah. things didn't just reset at the end of every episode. I mean, I think we do see some some character arcs um, in DS Nine. I mean, I mean in in uh, the uh, not the original series because that's pretty much it was like a reset every time. Yeah, but I do think you see some of it in Next Gen, and I think you DS9 do. You is, do see some of it. I you look for instance, it's just in taking it to series. like the next level. In the right? original like, series, I think you in see the more show, of it in DS Nine, in the show, the original series, you barely got to know 
you know, you barely got to know even anyone outside of, of Spock, Bones, and, and, and Kirk. And really, yeah. even Bones, while he was a presence, you didn't get to know him as well as Spock and Kirk. It really was Spock and Kirk. Most of the I don't time, know if I agree with that. It was I Spock mean, and Kirk a lot of the time. Then Bones he was. Came I mean, every most commentary. of the time when they're going down to the planet, it's Kirk, Spock, and and McCoy. Yeah, but they, and the reason but is, they spend is more McCoy time needs to balance out Spock. They spend more time expositing on Kirk and Spock with McCoy commenting. Um, you know, you don't spend nearly as much time exploring, you know, McCoy's backstory as you do. Kirk's back. And that's, and that, you know, and that's sure, part I of could say that. It's true. Um, I mean, there's, it, there's episodes though, where, I mean, I think as the series went on, it became, yeah, it was, it was clear that the egos of, you know, maybe the actors involved, um, which is a different thing. Those that we, you know, we now think of it as a cast of seven, but it wasn't, it was a cast of, it was a cast of two and then three. And then there were some other characters who did some stuff. And in the movies, that changed somewhat. They started by like yeah. In the movies, you start seeing art. It's really, it's really Star Trek. It's it's really Star Trek three. It's really Star Trek three that does it when they have to get back the Enterprise, and they're like, you know what? Let's give everybody something to do. That you go, okay. Now this is what we do, and they do it again in Star Trek four and in Star Trek. Mm -hmm. And from that point forward, everyone kind of has their their little function to do. But it was next gen yeah. that then, it's a more expanded cast. But you have a much more ensemble feeling in next gen all around. Well, well, and, next and gen. That's why you wind up getting next gen had next gen had you know thirty percent Picard, after which there was twenty percent Data, after which there was fifteen percent Riker, and then everybody else got a smattering. So Crusher would get one to two episodes, and Jordy would get one to two episodes, and Worf would get you know maybe four episodes. And that was, you know, and that's the way that worked. By the time you get to DS9, it was really, you know, you had multiple episodes centering around Nog, who's not even in the opening credits. You know, you had multiple episodes centering around Dukat. Think about the last arc of the series. The last arc of the series, you had, who was in it more, Dukat and Kai Wynn or Jake Sisko? Like, Jake Sisko is in the opening credits. But Dukat and Kai Win, mm-hmm. literally, you cut to them. They're they're the B story. Yeah, they're yeah. There's like you're seeing the good guys and the bad guys. Yeah, right. Um, you and, know? and so you're cutting back and forth. And and I and the same thing with you know with with Ram and with Lita and with I like it's just there's so much. So I yeah, th- but there's also I mean I always felt like and obviously this is because I you know had a huge crush on them, but I felt like there weren't there weren't that many Julian centric episodes. There really weren't. Uh, but, I would, I yes, I would say that among the episodes you could until until they revealed his his genetic. I mean, thing, even but, after they do that, like he's not. I when, when I say episode centric, I mean like where it is sure, clearly yeah. where a Julian. His. Yeah, like there, he's certainly he gets around, a- and and you're seeing his relationship with. Um, O'Brien with you know with O'Brien and with yeah I'm simple Taylor uh, with Garrick and like you're so he's there and but it's like more of a of a team feeling than uh it's a this episode is are you know around Julian yeah no I, I know I, this I know this for fact because I would watch just Julian centric episodes yeah I think he and probably I, and there you're, were, you're there right were he probably he he's probably more like a Jordy he gets he gets you know two maybe three a season um yeah but that's still that by seven seasons that's 21 episodes you know so that's you know it's enough to talk and so i think it lends itself well 
to that format of discussion. Um, and it could have gone like, so there was that. And then, um, and then I, uh, I, I mean, I certainly feel like it's a bridge to where we are now more sure. so than anything that came after it. Like, because once we get to, I mean, like the Voyager, I don't think is, is a bridge to discovery. I really well, don't. I think no Voyager Voyager was clearly an attempt to bring back the next gen vibe. And yeah, and I don't think it really. And and it's it, yeah, it ended up being and like, to womanify it, so you know they all want to have babies. Well, yeah, here's here's the, here's the, here's the thing about. I don't, and, you know what? And I gotta say this because I've oh so boy. I watched. Um, I uh, it's gonna be my hopefully small. Um, no, I'm I'm really I've gotten so like fiercely feminist. Um, but like I watched and I love Mila Jovovich, right? Uh, so I watched the last chapter of um resident evil and i actually really liked it um but 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 it's clear to me that like you could watch just that movie and have seen nothing that came before it and it would totally be a good representation of the whole story of resident evil movies i like the first one i thought about as much as you need i thought the first one was the the first one was a beautiful little like like anime take on an aliens ripoff i thought it was it was i actually really really enjoyed the first uh the oh first i did too for sure and the second like, one was atrociously bad and i stopped yeah the second one is not great but like it's they start to get better at some point like the second one and the third one are, and then like the fourth one and the fifth one get a little bit better and then by this one like it's it's pretty good like be clear it's like a terminator movie right like it's one long fight chasing right but that's okay because terminator 2 was awesome yeah terminator was awesome you know like it's about what you're getting into terminator but, 5 oh they're making oh Termin- i mean let me be they're clear, making terminator 6 right now let me be clear i'm not i'm not acknowledging anything beyond t2 um, well, so so, so I'll, I'll throw in as a side note they're making a terminator 6 which is going to ignore the events of all the other terminator movies james cameron is uh is co-writing it and it's being why do you say these things to anger me no, this shouldn't direct. This shouldn't anger you. James Cameron created the Terminator. I know that, but that doesn't mean he can't be crazy now. Uh, all right. So James Cameron also made the, you know, two of the te- top ten highest grossing films of all time. You know, I know I like James. Like Cameron, he makes really good say. movies. <laughs> like I know he's, and it's not like he's Michael Bay. I know. I'm just yeah. Saying. Um. So here we go. I uh, I just throw it out. Oh, so the and it's going to be directed by Tim Miller, who directed Deadpool. Um. Mm. I mean, and I'm just and, I don't like anything that throws out the past. You know me. Um, if they do, you know, I'll say this is I hope that they will do it in continuity. I would say the last Terminator movie, Terminator, Terminator Genesis. While I've not seen, so please don't spoil it. All right, I, I then minor spoilers from things you can actually pick out of the trailer. Um, it is <laughs> it, a. It's not great, <laughs> so be ready for that. <laughs> um, and I've B, um, it is a time travel movie. So yes, it does change things and acknowledges that it changes things, which is what the, which was the greatest thing. Oh, uh, speaking of time, have you seen, did you watch the movie I said you should watch? Which one was that? The, um, uh, the frequently asked questions about time travel. No, I didn't yet. No. Oh dude. It's so like just specifically because we're just, because we're talking about time travel, and, like all the problems that brings up. It's such a fun little comedy because you've got like the nerds that know about, how time travel works, right? And then you've got the one guy that's like, "I'll get he, to like, it." I mean, he makes like a joke at some point about uh, Star Wars, and he and what he does is make a Star Trek reference, 
Uh-huh. And like both of them look horrified. They're like, that was Star Wars. Like it's just it's so great. Like I'm, it made me think I'm reading it. a book right now about uh, people from different times who find themselves in medieval England. And there's a guy from the 1980s and a guy from the 2000s uh, <laughs> who uh, who are both going to a like a council meeting. And the guy from 2000s goes, goes, yeah, I just hate going to council meetings because it's like it reminds me of the Star Wars prequels. And the guy from the 80s gets all excited and says, they made prequels to Star Wars? And the guy from from the 2000s says, then I remembered. We had all agreed not to tell Philip about Star Wars, uh, about the Star Wars prequels. There are some things you're better off not knowing. (laughs) That was fucking awesome. Anyway. Anyway, no, but what I was saying was, so because I had watched that. I got on a little bit of a Milo chick, like, like, right. you know, and I, and so I have ultraviolet and I was like, you know, it's been a while since I saw ultraviolet. So I watched it again and it's still bad. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Milo is great, but it does feel like, like, and uh, there's things I noticed now that were bad about it that I didn't notice, you know, back when I initially watched it a billion years ago. And, um, cause it's visually beautiful. Like that's just true. Right. But the, I mean, as a story goes, it's fucking crap. And it feels like almost every fight scene because she like ends it the same way, like in this awesome crouch position where she has both her arms out and then drops the, the guns, which I'm not going to lie. Mila looks fucking cool as shit like that. Um, but like three out of at least three of the fight scenes end that way. I'm like, did you just like independently shoot each fight? Yeah. So you didn't know how any of this was going to work you together. And do. then you were like, Let's oh, shit. Again. She keeps doing that. Like, um, huh shit well we need all those fight scenes though and we can't just like cut out the end that's not gonna work like i was like did you storyboard this movie at all anyway like and then because i had watched the last chapter of resident evil i went back and i watched the one before it because the way resident evil the last chapter starts is like in a destroyed washington dc and she's talking about this big showdown that happened i'm like wait a minute i don't remember that yeah no it doesn't miss a movie I'm like, did I miss a movie? I was like, I, so I like did all the, the research to find out. And I was like, well, this is the last one I remember saying. Yeah. She's like, it's, it's like playing a video game. Like she, she's like in a thing. And it's so they can bring back all the characters from the first movie and make them bad guys and good guys. And they got the people fighting from the top and then she's fighting to get out. And, and like, but it, it ends with them getting to DC and talking about how this was going to be this big, huge fight, but there's no movie in between. There's no linkage there. Like, yeah. they just, you know, 10 years, it's like five years later, and they're just like, eh. Yeah. You know, it's like pr- going pr- a different production direction. timeline. So I just, I felt lost. But because I went back and watched that one, I noticed something. There, I mean, it's an escort mission. She's basically, she's escorting a blo- like a deaf child. Sure. Through the whole movie. She's and I'm protecting like, someone. It's Terminator 2. No. <laughs> it's not just, yeah, it is. It's, it's Terminator 2, but it's like, I was. I noticed a theme there. I'm like, oh, what is this shit? I am a little tired of this fucking trope. I'll tell you that. I am sick of this idea that a woman can be a badass and she's fighting, but it's to save a child. You like, know, I hadn't I was, ever I seen, I hadn't I, recognized that trope until I just saw it, like, back to back to back. And I was like, why do you always got Mila Jovovich saving a kid? Because she's being some badass. It's like, but we're going to have her saving a kid. And that's why she's vulnerable and she's still a woman. So like, here's it. So I. Here's, so that's all let, let me let me let me make two two comments on that. Um, okay. My first comment on that is um, is from a storytelling point. It's there is there are reasons to do that uh, because we as people, um, you know, have 
this image of our own mothers, right? And most of the images that we have at this point, even at our age and the, the movie viewing age is of our mother raising and, and being, being the softer of the two. Most of them, it's not always true, but most of the time that's true. So that getting inverted and turning, turning around, you mentioned James Cameron, like watching Jamie Lee Curtis suddenly become badass, you know, watching Ripley become badass, watching, watching, that he's also saving a child by the way yeah well that's and i think the ripley i think ripley is really that's where the trope i mean i'm sure it happened before but i think that's where the the trope really got cemented was like was like you know what that 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 if you if you fuck with a mom she uh-huh. will fucking or she's you. having a, at least she has mom instincts. No, yeah, yeah, yeah but if child. You, it may not if, be her child. If you but. fuck with someone who, if you fuck with a woman who's decided to protect a child, and this has all been shown, they've shown like like a you know women's baby's been you know stuck in her car. Suddenly they get this massive burst of adrenaline and they pull pick up the car, and you don't hear that happening to men all that much. Like men are like, oh no, where's the beer? You know, I guess, I guess <laughs> they're stuck. Nice. Oh well. Um, oh, that's too so. Bad. <laughs> so, like you do, there is, um, there's a reality to that mama bear instinct, and I think that to both to people who had mothers who you'd like to imagine in that case, and also to women who are living in that role as the as the supporter. I think there is a there's a real fantasy a real wish fulfillment to take that role and to take that role and 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 so you know i imagine that my wife would watch that that um that the second to last resident evil and would feel one a real connection to mila jovovich in the relationship she forms with the child and then also have that little bit of that's her badass fantasy is to be like yeah and then you know then I will fucking kill anyone who fucks with her. Ah, you know, like you want to imagine that you will do that. <laughs> um, the second thing I want to say is that I have no problem with that trope, but I do have a problem with that trope not being reflected for men. Um, and I will say this across the board. Can we please see strong fathers out there to do something other than avenge? Like that's the thing is is you get death wish oh, yeah, for the dads. Like, to be clear, the tropes are doing a disservice to everybody, right? Yeah, like it's a disservice to women that like the only time they can be powerful is if they're saving a child. As a matter of fact, I would love to be see this inversion. If they're avenging a child would, or they're hurt. Yeah, I would like, love to see this 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 inversion. One, protective fathers, two, there was a death a remake of Death Wish just came out last week at the time of this recording with Bruce Willis and the story of Death Wish is of course regular man, his family, you know, his his wife gets murdered murdered his daughter gets raped and so he goes out and kills the guys responsible how awesome would that movie fucking be if that was the mom instead where the husband gets killed and and the mom is not out there protecting fucking anyone she's like Fuck she's you. Just, yeah, she's just out to fuck the fucking fucking the, the, kill all the, the bad like, guys like because like, it, it, it's always it's always liam neeson it's never famke jensen you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like it's it's yeah. it's never someone kidnapped my husband, and I'm gonna go end that. You know, and I would love to see that. I mean, you can see a little bit of that in Salt, I'd say. Um, yeah, but it's not that much. Well, Salt was five years ago, and that's True. that's like I can name that, and it's not like a because I can name the male version of that, like. You know, every bunch of times. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're always saving their wife. But I haven't always. seen all the, the time. I have like like I and they, and they do have that where a woman will 
enlist the help of some badass guy to go save her husband. Yeah, but, but that happens. But she doesn't go do it. Yeah, but but here's speaking. the thing. Yeah, I, I want the women to go save their kids, but the women don't, in the movies don't save their kids. They bring their kids with them and protect them along the way. And I would love to see a father son as a father. Do you know how hungry I would be for that? With a, as a father of an upcoming you know tween, I would love a hard PG thirteen, not an R, but a hard PG thirteen, like you know, like the recent Bond movies level of violence or the Taken movies level of violence, like of of a father out there adventuring and improving himself to his son. Not rescuing his son, but proving himself to his son as they like, like Sarah Connor and, and John Connor in T2. I would love that story where you have the that like the coming together of father and son. I, I would I want that. I, or even better. You know what I would like? Because I, here's the thing, because in, in all of these, you know, in these Mila Jovovich examples and in all in a lot of these examples, this isn't even these chil- these these women's children. They're just children who are parentless because their parents were killed in whatever thing that went down. Or in, I think, ultraviolet, he's a construct. He's like, you know, he was made in a lab. Um, and so, like, I would love to see a movie where the guy is doing that. Like, he's lost his family or whatever, and he's out in the world, and he winds up in some fucked up place. And gets a and, surrogate, a surrogate, and has advised a surrogate child that they that just feels like it, like I have to conflicted about it, like I can't, I can't just let this kid die, like because there's something very specific that they show you in this. There's there's a, a nurturing from the woman, and then there's if she's expected to be, there's usually an outside force telling her you don't need this kid isn't real or this kid isn't yours or what are you doing you're you know you're endangering the mission or endangering the whatever to save this child and ultimately that doesn't matter right you have somebody who's being pragmatic and the woman is having an emotional response you know i'll say this point of showing that i'd like just because like so basically men are not emotional like you guys don't have feelings like i would find that offensive if i were you and i would say this i would like to see that the the what makes terminator 2 so great is that it is both all these tropes and also an inversion of all these tropes she is a she is a distant mom and he oh, says, "Oh yeah, definitely." And, yeah. and and John and John saves her, and she's basically like, "John, you're an idiot." I mean, that he, was I, stupid. Yeah, I, I'm in here on thinking? I'm in here on purpose to to protect you, and you know, and now I don't really have time to be emotionally available to you because I'm going to go fucking stop some stuff. And so, it's like, the Terminator becomes but that's a surrogate like the father. One example of that, I feel yeah, but, like but, most but of it, the time. I th- and I think the best thing you can do with this trope and with any trope, by the way, if you're a writer, is to both have the trope and invert the trope at the same time. That's when you've done it right. Um, anyway, all of that is to say that I had a great time at Farpoint. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. I, just, where, I was trying to throw in a little thing and it became a big thing. Where, so, I, where I got to We were meet, talking about women in particular. Didn't you say you got to talk to Nana Visitor? I did get to talk really briefly with Nana Visitor and I got to tell her how nice Renee Abergenois was. And she says that, yes, yeah, she just had dinner with him like two weeks ago. And that makes me so happy. The oh, idea, really? The idea of them out to have dinner just makes me so happy. Hell me, yeah. It makes me happy. That's this, really awesome. Um, I, I wish was I... Was she like... I, I, I'm so bummed. I, I missed her. Is she, is she itty bitty? Is she as little? She's itty she bitty. Looks? She's itty bitty. She's she's clearly older, um, but she has aged well. She let her hair just go white. She's not covering it. Um, 
Uh, well, I bet she, she looks really pretty. She is. Way. She's really pretty. She she is pulling off the matronly thing really well. Like she's really kind of like the you know she she would be a pistol Why packing. Got archetype everybody. Why are you always because do you know what? Because because all I got was like six seconds with her. It's not like I can go and then I can tell you the depths <laughs> of her soul. Six seconds. Like I got like, six seconds. All I do? can do is archetype. There's nothing else I can do. Um, I also got to meet Matt Frewer, um, who is Max Headroom. And also in Star Trek as Professor Oh my god, I love him! Um, uh, And he was also uh, super sweet, super funny. Um, So I'll try and find find those videos and I'll try and put them up on the the Facebook page so everybody can see. Definitely, that's awesome. Um, It's mostly them saying hi to my wife because that's what I do when I meet people. I have them say hi to my wife. Um, ah, because if she's going to let me come, if she, if, if she is going to be the mom and stay home with the kids, the least I can do is make sure that everybody that I get to meet knows what a fucking hero she is when she does that. Um, ah, so yes. good for you. Okay. Did you, uh, so did you bef- do an actual panel though with like, did no, you, did I saw, do- I saw her briefly do a panel. I hung out with Carmen, um, who I love hanging out with Carmen. Carmen's amazing. I know. When you told me, um, I'm, so, I'm so bummed. I missed my Carmen. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Hey, before we get started on our list, um, you uh, saw an extended trailer I hear for Ready Player One. I, I did. To get, we spent to an hour and 45 my... minutes on this last time. Guys, don't check to out. Get... Uh, we're going to say really, truly say five, I'm just five minutes say, ago. Yeah, five minutes not, ago. I'm just, yeah, I'm just going to say that I saw the character and um, I saw Artemis in the trailer and I was I was even more mad than I was the last time we talked because not only like it didn't even occur to me that they would not have um, the Port Weinstein. Like it didn't even occur to me like it occurred to me that they wouldn't have it be covering like half her face like it is in the book and that they try to make it more sexy somehow as as if that makes a woman unattractive or whatever or a person unattractive um, to have such a thing. Uh, I just never even occurred to me that they just wouldn't even have it at all. And it was just like that. See, that is is quintessentially my point proven. She is neither. I mean, she is everything that we've always idealized as attractive in Hollywood. And the whole point of her character is that she is not any of those things. And that she rails against it. Like she's a feminist, like a, like a, like an angry feminist in the book. You know, and it's like losing that hurts. So this so is this is this, is this is what so. I'll give you on that. I doesn't hurt me for the reason we discussed last time, but I will say, I will be disappointed. Um, at that now, I, here's the interesting thing. I showed I showed it to um to Mrs. J the the new trailer, and mm-hmm. she was really mixed on it. She said, on one hand, she's super excited. To see, like, that you see in the trailer, and you can tell the scenes from the book. You're like, oh, that looks amazing. Oh, that looks amazing. That's so cool. And and the fact that they're bringing in pop culture that we understand that wasn't even in the book. Like, there's Chucky. There's that. Like, like that looks really good. She had a real problem with the fact that they met before. Um. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I can't because we did a spoiler one. I'm not. I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, you can't spoil because because I don't you, want that, people that, checking out for everything we're gonna do this time. Suffice yeah. to say, she um she saw changes from the book, specifically, um specifically a a a thing that shouldn't happen that is being shown in the trailer, and she was like, "That's mm-hmm. that's." She's like, "I have a real problem with that because the other thing that would happen alternatively to that was so much better than the thing they're showing." But she's so oh, yeah. excited to see the movie and thinks the movie will be a fun romp. I will be disappointed if the, if the thing you're talking about, the Port Weinstein, is not 
there. Um, it's not. Th- I saw her. Well, here's the thing. Here's face. the thing, though. Here's the thing. It's not there. You don't know that it's not there. I could see a world where a it's there and they removed it for the trailer, which at this point, you know, if you watch the you know, spo- spoiler alert for Thor Ragnarok, if you watch the trailer, oh, no, for- I'm going to have that on order. Don't <coughs> if you watch what? Don't spoil it. I have it on order. Uh, you have it on order. It's been out for a while. Yeah, I know, but I always want to watch it in 3D because I love uh, 3D and 3D's not dead, which means I have to import it from somewhere right, else spoiler, because fuck the USA. Spo- <laughs> well, I won't give any specific spoiler alert for Thor Ragnarok. There are scenes in the trailer um, that- That aren't in the movie? That, no, actually, there are specific big shots, big moments in the trailer where you go, well, now we know we shot that in front of a green screen because the background is different. It's in a different location. Oh, and so and there are specific big moments in the trailer where a character has been digitally altered either for the movie itself or for the trailer and is, you know, I'm and is is different than what's <laughs> like, like and, and and we know from the Rogue One trailer, there are whole moments or whole huge moments that happen um, and in the trailer that aren't there. So we know that people are changing it. For the sake of the trailer, and then that it's more there in the movie. Um, so it could be that the trailer people are like, look, the Port Wine Sam you're describing, it's a big part of the plot, but it's not something we want to get into a discussion of here in the trailer because that's that's spoiling a moment in the movie. Or so I will reserve judgment on the presence of the item that you're talking about. Uh All right. suffice to say that if the trailer is indicative of it won't ruin the movie. I don't think anyone can't ruin. I just want to see this thing unfold in front of my eyes. It looks like a, a masterpiece. But I will say I will consider that to be a mistake and I'll ding the movie for it if they do it. So right. I'm with you on it. Okay. So on to the main event. Here is my situation. Um I am re- recently and I can't go too into it, but I'm 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 having a cause to deal with a realtor. Uh, a wonderful a wonderful man named Rick uh, who replaced my prior realtor I was dealing with. Um, who did not do a good job. And I met this guy and he's really cool. Just the coolest guy. Just the coolest guy you've ever met. He's super friendly. He's an amazing, his name's Rick Palmer. If you're looking for somewhere in Maryland to buy a home, look up the name Rick Palmer, uh, R-Y-K Palmer, because he's he's amazing. Um, And I don't think he'd have a problem with me mentioning his name because I want you to get, use him as your realtor if you can, because he is super receptive and super awesome. But in meeting this guy, it became clear because he coaches basketball, coaches high school basketball, that he's okay. kind of kind of a sporty guy, like like maybe ah, okay. wanted to go into so. Um, but the super cool guy, he's a really nice guy, and a guy I realized that I would probably never have talked to if he if he was right. If there wasn't a circumstance forcing you guys, but together, this guy's right. my friend now, and I really I really dig this guy. And I was talking to him about the I made some kind of reference. To which he didn't respond at all. And I was like, why is this guy not laughing at my joke? Eventually he has to say to me, because <laughs> I'm clearly funny. Um, uh, to, which so he, to which he responds, well, I can just I, hear you say he, that goes, he goes, well, I've never seen Star Wars. What? And I was like, whoa, whoa. whoa. And I'm here's so the thing. Sorry, what? <laughs> those, like, look at the top 20 movies I've ever made. Those Star Wars prequels, like them or not, a lot of people saw them. A lot of people saw the prequels. So just because he's younger doesn't really count like it doesn't if you were born after 1972 at some point in your life star wars was the biggest thing in the world like it just was 
It was, yeah, it was just like it was in the seventies like, into you... the eighties, and then it was in the early two thousands. Even after people go, I hated episode one, and then they showed up in droves to see episode two. I hated, it. showed up in droves to see episode three. Hated episode three. You know, twelve years later, showed up in droves to go see the Force Awakens. You know, you know, people right now, I hate Last Jedi. I promise you, ten years from now, there's gonna be a Star Wars movie that's the biggest, you know, fucking movie of all time. Like it's it's it is omnipresent. To have gone through your life and never having seen any of them. any of them that's insane yeah that's like, I, if were, were you living under a rock were you at a bomb shelter yeah um what the hell um and and <laughs> sorry so, i feel like i'm, I'm like I'm, I'm i'm dinging this guy and i haven't even met yeah him. well and that's the thing i actually my my cousin pilar uh posted on her facebook uh the other day goes because look if we hear somebody say say you know i've never read this book you should not say what you've never read that. You should say, "Oh, it's so good. I love it so much." Because people will be more inclined to see it if you celebrate your joy, not if you ding them for not having seen it. That's an interesting thought. Anyway, sure, yeah, it's hard though when it's something like that just occurs is so yeah, is is like to you, like it's like it's hard to not have just that knee like the knee jerk. I know. Reaction. Wait, what? So. Um, so what <laughs> I, I want to do right? <laughs> is I, I, I emailed him last night after I'd had, I'm, I'm here in my house by myself, uh, with the kids for five days, which has been crazy, uh, very stressful. Oh. Um, by the way, I yeah. did an Instagram post today and I'm not going to do it all here, but to, to your single moms and dads out there or to your moms and dads out there whose spouses have to travel and, and you're, you're home a lot with just you and the kids from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep and there's no relief and there's no help. Um, I've done it for like a few days and I'm frying. Those of you who do it for like years ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. You are heroes. You are, you are heroes in ways that if you don't have kids, you can't understand. And if you have kids, but you have a partner there to help you, you can't understand. Um, <laughs> uh, I cannot tell you the overwhelm. So, so just want to give mad props to people out there listening. I somewhere out there right now, there is a mom or dad doing dishes at 11 o'clock at night because the kids have just gotten off to bed and using us as their background noise. You're a hero, ma'am or sir. You are. <laughs> that being said. Yeah. So late at, at about 1130, because I, I, you know, the way you end all of that was a glass or four of wine. And at the, <laughs> at the end of my fourth class, I, I drunk emailed this guy. I drunk emailed this guy. I was like, listen, you ever done a podcast? Let's do a podcast because that's what I say when I'm drunk. And he goes, and he emails me. He goes, goes, what kind of podcast? <laughs> and I said, that's I said, what, what I say if, when I'm said, drunk. you've never seen Star Wars. What if we do a podcast called like like Nerd 101 or Nerd Eye for the Nerd Eye for the Cool Guy, like 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 right? where where someone like me takes someone like you and brings them through, um, like like. 300 pop culture milestone that's five, that's five years worth of podcast right there and and we get your first reaction to having experienced it we get your like like you you watch star wars for the first time and then we record your reaction to it and we just do it and i think it's a really good idea i would listen to that show like to get yeah. some someone who doesn't speak the language and someone who hasn't grown up on this and it's not in their dna how what do they think of star wars when they see it what do they think of it? Yeah. You know, how does that hit them? So what I wanted to do is is I want to, between you and I today, right now, come up with, and we'll go back and forth, round robin it, um, 50 things 
that is reasonable for this person to to give a try to and then and then come back that if you're going to be at the end of these 50 things you'll at least have finished your 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 second year of nerd junior college um <laughs> uh and and I want to put some parameters on it. Clearly, we want to say, and then watch all of Star Trek. Well, this guy's not obviously this guy's not going to do that. that. So it's got to be yeah. something you can reasonably absorb within a couple of hours. Now, there are graphic novels you could absorb within a couple of hours. There are books that you know that he's not going to. I don't think you could absorb any book in a couple of hours. Okay, uh, let's 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 limit ourselves. Like, that's books is just long form. Like it just takes longer to do. All right, so I will does. say this: we will. But allow, that doesn't mean the man, the man can't read a book over the course let's, of. Let's allow ourselves each a longer time. There, there period, are enough right? movies and shows and other things. Let's allow ourselves each two novels to throw in there that that go okay, just two, just four total, two apiece. When we want to throw it in, if there's one we're like, oh, we kind of have to do that one, then we will have that in our bank to do. But the rest, uh, I will start my number one, and I'll get and give little reasons why my number one is Star Wars and I'm going to put in it kind of the whole Star Wars saga um, but definitely Star Wars I think you have to see the prequels um, if you're going to be Nerd 101 because really you need to be able to comment on them you need to be able to say you know, for the same no. reason and I don't Dude, think you're you... wrong no uh uh-uh. uh there okay. are plenty of people who, who who haven't seen the prequels and never will yeah but can they you really know? be classified as, as having completed Nerd 101 I mean, that's the real question. Like, it's well. I mean, is the real question that, like, seeing Star Wars like makes you like because because you always make the I guess sort of the argument that Star Wars has transcended and become beyond just being a nerd. But it's still it's, it's still a prerequisite. Culture. I mean, it's it's like it's still it's it. it I'll it, grant you the originals to, are yes. Yeah, but I think okay. So let's say this. You, at least the original but trilogy. But I don't think you have to see the prequels. Then let's like, say, I don't all right, think... let's say you don't have to see the prequels, but you have to see episode one. You have to go. You have to see the. Why re- do you have to see episode one? No, so you, don't. you can. So you can draw the comparison. No, you don't. All right, here I disagree. It can't just be things that you love. Here's the thing: if you're going to sit there, so the I idea- absolutely disagree with that. It should be things you love, and I'll tell you why. Because you have to get them first, dude. It's like drugs. The first hit has to be really good. I'm not saying start if with episode not- one. I'm not saying start. <laughs> Believe me, I'm not saying start. I'm not with even one. saying like if you're saying nerd 101. Our goal right now, right? If we're like <laughs> we're talking religious terms, if we're trying to convert him, like no, 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 no. So we this need is, to I'm gonna be show. Clear. We're not trying to convert him. This is not church camp. This is a religious study. <laughs> church this, camp. <laughs> this is this. Hey, I met my wife it's at church camp. camp. This is this is a religious studies course. This is a religious studies course where you know what you do have to study the Crusades. The point is this: is that the end of this, the end of this course, you have to be able to sit among a group of people that like sit sit among you and I or you know or our our friends. And go and be able to converse in the language. It's like taking French. Like, like, what do you know? And I think that you have to see the original trilogy because it's awesome. But I think you got to watch episode one so that when people go, yeah, but the prequels, you can go, yeah. Like, I, I feel I, first of all, I love the prequels. I feel like, honestly, like, here's the thing. If you, you don't have to be able to contribute that. Like, if what you're saying is what we're trying to give this person is conversational geekdom. Yes. Right, then conversational French 
you know, is things like going to a restaurant, asking where the bathroom is. I just think that I, how, I, how you're doing, like you're when you're talking about getting like, I, I don't think you realize just because of how deep our nerddom runs that when you start talking about how the prequels compared to, you know, the originals or anything beyond that you're really starting to get into the weeds. I like don't. You know, this beyond. is what I'm saying. I'm not saying you have to know the plot points of the originals, but I think if you're really to understand it, like later on, I, I spoiler alert for what's going to be down the list. I'm going to say aliens. It's going to be down the line. But can you tell me that aliens is more in the zeitgeist than having an opinion about the prequels? Having an opinion about the prequels is you 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 must. You must have yeah, to be a geek. You said we're not trying to convert, right? But, you said we're just trying to get them to speak the lingo. Right, and what well, I'm saying is, well, you somebody know what? Is making it, one. It, I'm taking one conversation where somebody says, like the fucking prequels. That moment will come and go so quickly that it is not that it's not necessary viewing. Motherfucker, right we're talking about the prequels. Episode one came out nearly like 16 years ago, and sure. we're still debating. Whether or right, not they're because good. we're deep that, ass right, so nerds. You know I'm, I'm just saying. Let's go. This was mine. This was my one, and I'm saying. And episode one, your turn, number two. Because it's gonna take you us hours to get all the fifty. So go. You said two. Can't even believe you, man. Hold on one um, second, because I lost you there. Go on. What'd you say? I I can't believe you, man. I know. That's two. You just stole two spots. No, no, no. That one of them is for fucking. I'm sorry, four spots. I didn't steal four saying, spots. I'm just saying, I'm just saying number one is Star Wars. That is is an understanding of Star Wars, which I think you need the the, the trilogy and Okay, well then one. what is the what is the equivalent understanding of Star Trek? It's your it's if you want to make Star Trek your number two, then then go for it. Say what you think. I is. mean it's my number one. All right, that's but how do one. we All right, but so what is so what does that package look like? What's the mm. the Trek one oh one package? What do you think it is? I mean, I think you have to start with the original series. I think you have to watch an original series episode first. Okay, which so so I that's that's fair. I, I there was a part of me that said maybe you start with Star Trek two because it does a good job of introducing everything. But I think that in order to understand, like if you say if you, if you to really understand what Kirk was as great as Kirk is in the movies, it's got. I agree with you. So what episode? Let's say like. He's not going to watch the whole show, and he can't watch more than sure. a couple hours. Sure, I mean it's only three seasons, though. All right, so so he's got two episodes. <laughs> Let's say two episodes for for that show. He's got two up three, three. Okay. City on the edge of, t- of tomorrow, or right, forever. Forever, yeah. Um, don't want to do too many like that because that's that's really a non Star Trek episode, but it is the best one. So you can say this is the best the show gets. That's that's the only one yeah. that I'm going to do. That's not like quintessentially yeah. star trekky okay um i feel like i want to say the horda episode but you don't know the name of it okay um but because i think there's such a a perspective discussion there you know where like you've got a villain and it's not really a villain and there's those sort of star trek ideals you could get rid um, of the horda episode and supplant it with the menagerie which has both the, the 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 deep philosophical discussion and also sort of introduces you to gives you a deeper understand, understanding of Star Trek at the same time. I think that you could kill you two birds with one stone if you did that one. The two the two parter. Yeah, the two parter. 
as one episode. You count it as a single episode, but you, you really, count it as a single episode. Yeah. Okay. Um, and what would be a good like? Because for me, it's hard to pick so few. Well, if you're <laughs> going to understand the zeitgeist, so you have good. to do trouble with tribbles, right? I mean, that's the. I mean, you got to do. Yeah, I feel like you got to have tribbles. You got to have Klingon somewhere. Yeah. Um. All right. So those are the three. For the movies. Uh, two, three. I think just two. And four. You can't leave with him being dead. You, you can't, can't leave with him being dead. I think that. No, nobody can do it. Shut your face. <laughs> All right. So then two and three. Although everyone has to see four is the one everyone knows. Hmm. Yeah, he has that's to see t- four. That's a tough that's situation. That's the thing. Because you don't have because to see three except that you it, it does you, live you, in a cliffhanger. And yeah, you, you and you don't understand why he's there in four. Like, I'm just saying that, like, you could there's just an see four, but four is not your quintessential Star Trek. No, movie. you can't. You have to, you have to do two, three, four. You have to two, do three, two, three, four. All right. And, and Star Trek 2009. Hmm. That's a, hmm. I mean, I don't like, so what we're talking about is introductory, right? So this is the problem we get into. There's so much fucking Star Trek. Like, like there we, is. we can't expect this guy to do 10, you know, 12. Now we're up to what? Three hours of original series, original three series, hours of the movies, three hours of the movies. This guy still has no idea who fucking Captain Picard is yet. No, yeah. No idea. And he does need it. He needs it. You need, here's the thing. DS9 is my favorite, but you don't need it. Yeah. Um, there's a part of me. You don't need Voyager. There's a part. Actually, there's a part of me that wants to take the worst episode of Voyager just to go or at least uh, maybe a, maybe a YouTube collection of the worst moments of Voyager. You can't do that for <laughs> DS9 because you need the context of DS9 to get DS9. Um, yeah. But I think I, I think you do need to understand that Voyager sucks. Like you, I think I think <laughs> like you need to understand that it sucks. Um, it's largely poopy. <laughs> you know, and then and then just have somebody tell you Enterprise. Well, do you need to understand that Enterprise sucks too? That's what I'm like. No, no, I don't no. Know I that think you do. I don't. You know, I don't yeah. know that you need to know that it sucks in the same way that I don't think you need to know that there was like. I, I'm not saying maybe not in two o two, you know, two o one. Like if we're talking, this is Geek one o one. Yeah, I'm you, not saying. Yeah, all you there need is someone to tell you. He sees someone needs the, to just that, tell like, you that that DS nine is great and Discovery is great. And Voyager, sucks Voyager is poop, and, 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 and Enterprise is, is kind of boring. Is yeah, yeah, like that's so. Like I think you do have to represent next gen, but I think that's the well, only. In which case, I think that you skip the menagerie. At too. least in one hundred and one, I think you. <laughs> I I think you skip the menagerie as well, and I think that you just do trouble, trouble sitting on the edge of forever, and you've got a sense. That I disagree because you've really got it. You have to have something. That really shows the the quality of the original series. You go, it wasn't just campy, yeah. But but it's, an, it's not even just that it's not just campy. It's that like the the reason the thing about Star Trek, right? That is not true of Star Wars, and that is the reason why I think I like it more than I like Star Wars. Like not by like some huge leaps, and by like obviously I like both of them, but like Star Trek was like had a purpose. Sure, right? Like Star Wars is just meant to be fun. There, I don't feel like Lucas had a message that he was trying, like, but there was a distinct purpose in the creation of Star Trek that right, I so, think you have to, you have to have all right, so for, this, for Geek 101. All right, so this is what I'm going to do for Geek 101 then. Um, I'll put like this, it could be the episode got, with the, you I know, gotta, the half black, put, half white, half white, half black. I'm going to put this restriction on you. You could only assign him 12 hours. Like you can't, like at this point, we're up to an insane amount of time. 
You can only <laughs> you can only assign him. In fact, I'm going to say 10 hours. We're doing eight. Star Wars is more in the zeitgeist than Star Trek, and we've only given him eight for that. So I'll give you 10 for Star Has Trek. It, is it? I mean, is it, it though? Yeah, it is. It, I mean, that's, it's the number one movie. There, I know plenty. I, I know plenty of people who've only seen Star Wars, never seen an episode of Star Trek. I don't know anybody who's seen Star Trek, but has never watched Star Wars. Okay, but that's kind of my point. Like, what's the goal here? Like, you're saying the goal is are just you trying to make him like a pop, like like conversational geek, conversational geek. So, ten hours of Star Trek. Yeah, but you're saying that Star Wars is not even just geek. That's just people, right? And we promise, guys, we're not going to do this for everything. But this is a Star Trek podcast, so bear with us. <laughs> it's called Trek Off. If this and know, there's a lot of it, and it's kind of a hard. If this if this were Weird Al off, then we will. You know, when I say Weird Al, we'll you know we would take an hour on Weird Al, but we can't, you know, 10 hours of Star Trek is what you got to assign for him to understand what Star Trek is to go. Okay. I kind of got it now. I kind of get it. Um, I need to think, um, there's just so many good ones. Um, you know what you could do? Mm, no, mm. that's hard. You're cause you're wasting eight hours on two, three and four. But what he needs to know is, but they're but, you, but that's the thing is like what you're talking about. More people will have seen the movies than will have watched the show. And and you gotta see too. You gotta know who Khan is. Like that's the thing. You have to know who Khan is. Like, so you have to see the seed. Like if you if you know who Khan is, like and that you, leads you, into two. Like I think that and I think it's a good episode. Well, right? I guess that's more interesting. So, what you, so just do space seed and then do two, three, and four. No, not just Spacey. Okay. But Spacey, like, I think that's... Don't do the Menagerie, right? So do so do Spacey, which is almost as good as City on the Edge of Forever. Do Spacey and Tribbles, and then 2, 3, and 4, and then... I still think you need an... I think you need at least three episodes of the original series. All right. Well, you're already up to nine hours, which means you're just going to show one episode of Next Gen and say, and there was some other Star Trek. Well, yeah, I guess. I I fundamentally disagree with you. The idea that you're going to <laughs> spend nine out of ten hours on the same cast and then show one hour of another cast. But they're the foundation of Star Trek. I disagree. Yeah, as you How know. How can you possibly disagree with that being the foundation of Star Trek? Where I think they are there the foundation. There is no DS9 without it. Like this well, just oh, yeah, they are they are the foundation of Star Trek, but I think that be, that Next Gen was the foundation of the entire Berman era of Star Trek, which is still the largest era of Star Trek. Um I think you need at but least none two. None of it exists without an ideal. I think you need at least two. Well, yeah, but I don't think you need 9. I don't think it's 9 to 1. Like you can say it's 6 to 4. But to say it's nine to one is is pretty. You know how I love the original series. I know you love the original series. But the idea that we need we need to see six hours of of original series movies and three hours of original series TV show, and we'll just show one Picard episode Episode and be done. I think that like well, that's why I think we need more time for Star Trek. I think what it should be. Yeah, but he doesn't have that much time. He's got he's if it's too overwhelming, he bails out. It's such a hard mix. Can we can we get rid of City on the Edge of Forever and do Space Seed and Tribbles and, and do two two episodes original, two episodes of Next Gen, but just original series movies? Just two, three, and four to go. Here's what the original series was on TV, these two episodes. Here's the six hours of movies and do like Measure of a Man from season two of 
of next gen uh because i that's feel a good one. that's a, that's one of the best that's a great one <laughs> yeah. and 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 to, to do that one because that's really star trek and then do very star trekky and then do like the inner light i know the inner light's a really good episode but it's but again it's like it's, it's a like weird you were one, saying yeah. that's on the edge of forever it's it's really wonderful but it's not something that is imparting the essence of star trek so you do i think measure of a man does that you do um, measure of man from season two and then you need sort of a a fun event like a, the, the adventure side of star trek um for next gen for it's next a gen a bit lighter what's a quintessential really great next gen I still say the inner light. Oh, I, does the the no? You know what the the um because it links it to the original series. <coughs> the <coughs> excuse me, uh the um the 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 one they did the the not the naked time theirs was what the naked now no it's terrible naked now is terrible but you know what you do oh gosh That's you not? do um do the Scotty episode relics. Do relics because that's a good, strong human drama. Every member of the cast gets their moment. It's a strong Picard episode too. Um, and it shows the connection, shows a real connection and puts you in time. Goes and look, and this is this much further in time. I think that's a, <coughs> I think you show them out of order too and go, yes, we are showing you a season six before we show you a season two, but the best spring off from from the original series is this season six episode relics. And then we'll go back to season two to measure of man. Cause it's not really serialized. That's what I would do. I would do relics mm. because it gives you, it gives like it. I feel like it's a good Star Trek episode that links to the original series. So it'll, it'll make it, fam- make it immediately familiar after you watch two, three and four, you go, Oh, and here's relics with Scotty. Okay. I got it. Mm, I guess. And I, I just wonder if maybe, no, because I don't know that you're seeing any episodes with Sarek and what we've picked. You're not. Um, I mean, you the, are I, seeing a, like a tiny bit of Scotty. Um, you've gotten the Klingons in Star Trek three. You know what you yeah. do? You know what? I hate to just do season two episodes because they're not. That's not the strongest season. But you know what you do? You do. Uh, you, you do. Uh, Q who? The one where Q introduces them to the Borg. Everyone knows the Borg. Like you will be assimilated. The Borg is something everyone knows, and Q is in and that's there. And then the Borg is a really big thing from um, <clears throat> from Next Gen in yeah. general. And and you get Q in there in the middle of it too, like like to, yeah. And it's not Adventure of Farpoint, which is very Star Trek-y, but yeah. it's not one of it's their strongest episodes. So yeah, so yeah, Measure of Man and Q. Okay, so that's Star Trek. All right, I'm gonna go with number three. Um, <coughs> and and we're and those are the only ones we're gonna spend this much time on. Now from this point forward. No more. There's only one more saga that I would suggest. Um, actually, no, I'm not. I'll just go number three. I'm going to say Fellowship of the Ring and give him the option to watch the other two if he'd like to. But by the end of Fellowship of the Ring, you you got it. You know what's going on. And if you if you if you feel the need to if you're like, I really like that and I want to move forward, then you can move forward. But I don't think that watching the second and the third of that one gives you greater understanding of what it is in order to communicate. And I think that, yeah, I think that's true. Cause I think that like, <clears throat> if you want to see how the ring, how, how it happens, right. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you go you that, can do that, but you, but I, but I think there's, yeah, there's an understanding if there are movies after that, like, yeah, go he, for he, it. He like, destroys you might, you the might, ring, right? Like that's might, what you happens. Might, like, you, might, you might really, really enjoy, like start here and, and maybe you'll want to watch the rest, but you, but yeah, right. fellowship. All right. You're number four. 
That's a good introduction. <coughs> um, you know that like I have so many. I'll 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 let you have aliens because I know you want it. Um, you can say aliens. Say aliens. But like I I do I do feel like that's um yeah that's a good one. But yeah. are we so are we doing like sci-fi and fantasy? We whatever you we, I just did Fellowship of the Ring because. That's what I'm saying. Like, so that's why I'm asking. It's that whatever. Question, so. It's the 25 you think are like really like, hey, and they don't have necessarily be super influ- influential. It could be something that you think is like, look, this is how good sci-fi can be. Like, if there's a thing that you're like, hey, you know, if if you make ready, I don't pl- know if it's about sci-fi. Is it about like whatever you want? I'm going to say weird. Or? I'm going to say weird outlet. It's because whatever I, you want. I, I would say the Princess Bride should be in there. Sure. Okay. Well, so I'll let you do Princess Bride. Yeah, absolutely. Um. I mean, so many people. It's. I mean, that's. Yeah. It's. It's. You know, in it's terms, a big one. In terms of, yeah, it's a classic, literally. Yeah. And it's not just geek culture, but boy, do we like to quote it. Like we really do. Like it's. It's. Oh yeah, we love quoting it. And I'll match your Princess Bride with a Holy Grail. Yep, that was, that was exactly what I was thinking when I said. Like after I said, I was like, you know what comes after that? It's got to be totally Holy Grail. Grail. Yeah, and again, <laughs> a lot of people who aren't nerds have seen it, but. It's, you know, it, it's... But nerds are really into it. Yeah, yeah we, like, 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 you know, there's a reason that you get the Black Knight shows up at, at Awesome Con, because, yeah. Um, <laughs> because, like, we really like that. All show. right. Number six, you, go. Um, Well, you know, I think Labyrinth has to be on there, too. Does it? That's a good question. I love Labyrinth. There are movies that I love. I adore it. DS9 is my favorite TV show of all time, and I did not say that he has to watch it. Um. I don't know that labyrinth, labyrinth. I don't know if labyrinth is that long lasting. It's not a very what? Like, like I, I guess for us it's it is incredibly long lasting, and he can fucking show that shit to his kids. Okay, I'll give it to you. It's labyrinth. It's and it's geek. Geek women love it a lot. I don't understand why David Bowie's cocky. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie in general in that movie, but also Lord. his his giant codpiece. It's <laughs> it, it, it arrives a half hour before he does so. um, <laughs> um, alright so I'm going to go ahead and say aliens and specifically aliens and don't tell me that you have to see alien first you don't no you don't you don't No, you don't. Um, I think alien's a wonderful movie I think alien uh, aliens is better than alien frankly. I think alien might it be is. a better made film if you're like a film student um, but aliens is just I love Alien, but I saw Aliens first. Um, the only problem seeing Aliens first, and I agree with you. I think I did too. I think the only problem is seeing- I wonder if that's why we think it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I think if you see Aliens first, it does ruin Alien a little bit. Because you go back to Alien and you're like, oh, well, this is not- There's She's just one. Like, just really? Like, like, you know, yeah, it, see, it does seem that. a little like, like, that doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, Almost like if you watch The Borg and Voyager and then you go back and you watch yeah. the- um, the first episode where you're like, or if I you mean, watch First Contact, if you if you watch First Contact and then you go back and you see you know the bad makeup on the board, like it's, uh, um, yeah. yeah, but I agree, you know, yeah, Aliens, um, specifically the special edition, just go all out, uh, it's and balls to the wall, yeah, it's it's so good, it's so quotable, um, and, it is, I mean, like at bare minimum, you, then the re- it's either bare minimum is because I I don't think there's a geek anywhere. That doesn't say game over, man. Yeah. Game over. Well, so and I, and I don't. I might put aliens and, or not to study, not to bring back. Like so, I can't say that's true of Alien. No. Right? I can't think of a single line from that film. I know the plot of it, and I know that, and I think it's good. 
and it's taught and it's, you know, but I can't, there's no particularly quotable line. You know, there's no get away from her, bitch. Like, none of that. Yeah, no, I agree. And I'm going to match your aliens with Terminator 2 Judgment Day. <clears throat> now. But not Terminator? There's, there is a real case to be made for having to see those two movies together. There really is. Um, there is, but I think that Terminator 2 is, is, I think there's value. Is the better film. I think there's value in seeing them together. I do think that Terminator 2 gives you everything you need to know. You'll be lost once or twice. Um, and it still is sort of a, a heady side. I don't side even of, think you'll be lost. I'm trying to think no, of, no, of there's where the, you'd be lost. The, the existence of John Connor and the fact that his father sent, that, that, that he sent his own father back to conceive him is like, if you don't come with that kind of to bear and you're not used to time travel stories, like if you, if this is the first time travel story you've ever seen, that's going to, you're, it, it whizzes by. Well, then, then do back to the future first. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Back that to way the- they understand time travel <coughs> so that when you watch Terminator two, you're like boned up a little bit and it's not as, as, uh, as off putting. Um, <laughs> I, I will say, uh, back to the future, back to the future and the chalkboard scene for back to the future too, just to show this is how alternate timelines happen. That's fine. Just, yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> just that clip. <laughs> um, all right. So, so I'll say back to the future. What's your number nine? No, you said aliens. I said back to the future. All right. Then, and then I'll say, and then you said T2. I'll say T2. <laughs> so I guess. So number 10. Um, mm. There's so many good things out there. I know. Just call them up. Um, I mean, I don't want to just like call out anything, but I, I'm a big, um, I'm a big believer in legend, but I don't know that everybody else. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Like, Mm. I, I think you have to see it. I do, but I mean, it'd be further down the list. It'd be further down the list. Um, sure. (laughs) Uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of. I mean, I guess maybe Batman. The 89 I mean, Batman. Do we start getting into superheroes at this point? Like, yeah, here's the thing. He's probably we can assume he's probably seen the Dark Knight trilogy because that's sort of Batman for normies. And I think that right. like you everything is compared as either being better or worse than the 89 Batman. Um. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give you Batman. I'm going to say and this is going to seem weird because this is not genre at all. The Breakfast Club. <laughs> um. I think that. The thing about The Breakfast Club is that it most accurately of any film I've ever seen describes the relationship between nerds and jocks. And it's human <laughs> it's humanizing to both. And shows how they the big part of that is how people who are cuz think about it everyone but Emilio Estevez's character in that is a geek in their own way. You have the got geek. Everyone is their own. And, and Molly Ring, Ringwald, the two of them. Yeah, she's the popular girl. But like they're, the, they're the popular ones. You, then you've got yeah. the, you know, the, 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 the criminal, case, the basket case, and, and and the nerd. And so so I think that that is an important film to to understand. I just feel like there's that. It, I, I got to put it there. You know, so I'm going to say The Breakfast Club is number 11. Mm, that makes sense. Um. When you say that, it makes me think I have to say real genius or like weird science. And Ooh, I want both of them. There. Boy, oh boy. Weird science is more really in the good. weird science is more in the zeitgeist, but real genius is better. It's, uh, they're so they're both good. They're both great Ugh. films. This is really hard. They both need to be in there, man. We can't we can't have one and not the other. Um on, or guys. 
do we not put either one of them in and just put in Revenge of the Nerds? Because no, uh, but I think it's important to see how. To, 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 I'm not just. I'm not debating the inclusion of Revenge of the Nerds. Be clear. I'm simply saying it's your it's your list. If that... you if you you choose, it's your it's your choice. I'm not going to argue with your choice. Go for it. I, I I don't think there's a reason not to include either. I don't know if they're as big as you think they are, but if I got to choose, I'm choosing Real Genius. Okay. Well, then I'll choose Weird Science. What? I'm not going to put in Real Genius, <laughs> but okay, Weird Science. Well, I'll say Real Genius next. I'll just keep it. All right. <laughs> and then say it the next time. So you know what? You do too. Because I'm saying weird science and real genius. Alright, real genius. Like I'm not I'm not putting out I'm not putting my science project on the table, but I love that movie. Oh, I'll put it under J for a toy. Um <laughs> <laughs> But like I'm clear he doesn't need it for Geek 101. Um, but I think that, that you do I think I think real genius and weird science have uh they they I think they earn spots. I, I think they earn spots, and and let's let's make it a trilogy by adding Revenge of the Nerds. Which what the what these three eighty movies do is they um and Breakfast Breakfast Club is the is the is the drama, and then you have these three and de- war games, man. You need war games. Well, cool. hold on. You have these three depictions <laughs> of of nerds as smart nerds, science nerds, as mm-hmm. they were portrayed to the normies. Of the time. And I think that's the thing about these three movies is three different per- like like depictions of that. Look at how weird, but also really smart. And that smartness makes them powerful, but also how weird these people are. Um, whereas the Breakfast Club says, um, no, he's not weird. He's just he's a person and he's going through stuff, too. So I think Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Real Genius and Revenge of the Nerds. Um does a really good job of it's a good package like of it. of the four of those of saying hey Mr. Jock check this out um and I think you know, Rick- <laughs> are people too <laughs> yeah well, sort of yeah all right so right. um all right your turn 15 um war games war games i mean the thing is in sci-fi in general like what do we always say like the the machines are going to take over and kill us all which means terminator which means war games, like AI stuff. You've really that's that's a pretty big sci sci fi theme. All right, so we're going to jump in for our war games. Let's we've already done T two, so I'm going to round out our trilogy and we'll put them all together when we we'll rearrange the order when we actually show them. But I'm going to take war games and I'm going to say the Matrix. Oh, definitely, yeah, <clears throat> agreed. So that's your three. It's like kind of like, hey, watch out for the machines, man. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> They're coming for you. Coming like, for you, man. They'll win, man. Okay. Yeah, they they are. All right. So that's the matrix. Do you want to give them a book? That, that, Do you want to give them a book about uh, about logging in? The book that you said is one of your favorites ever that we talked about for an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> I think you should. I think it's a great read. All right. Is it? Do you want that to be your seventeen? I mean, I thought we weren't doing books though. I said we can each do two. Oh, then that's definitely one of my two. Yeah. And I think that's a good one after the matrix. If once the matrix introduces you to the idea of Jack, so that as an idea, yeah, yeah. And this, yeah. like, that's the next step, definitely, mm-hmm. like, to to start reading it then. Like, he doesn't have to finish it re- reading it then. But then I think it would be good to have already seen um, our 80s package before he starts reading. Yeah, and look, our 80s package that. sort of gives that, because, yeah, he's gotten a, a bunch in there. So I think that's great. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, it's and he's seen primer. war games. Like, like, it helps to have seen war games, to read the books. It does. It, um, it does. Uh, if we're doing books, um, I'm going to put it right next to, and again, it's more obscure than other books that could be listed. Um, but the my first book that I'm going to name is going to be Ender's Game. 
It's a good one. Um, Some heady shit, but it's good. um, It, uh, it, yeah, it's heady. um, It's hard sci-fi in that it's, yep. but it's written like it might be the kind of thing we do later. And like, like when you're arranging the list, like I'm acknowledging that it makes sense to be in the list, but it might be the thing that you, because like there's a lot of concepts happening there that like something I notice when I talk to normies, uh, when you you talk about like the, the headier stuff, like sometimes they're just not following it. And when you're not following something, you don't enjoy it. And it's, it's like a slog to get through. And I would hate. For well, that's why I think Ender's game works so well. Cause it's written from the point of view of a child. A lot of the time Yeah, it is, but it's still like, there's a lot of, I think if you, if we have enough stuff, well, by this point, by this point, ideas. we've already seen Star Wars and Star Trek and Terminator and Matrix. I think we're we're at a point now. You think, you think is that a point when he's? Yeah, and let's be clear, Ender's Game is not Dune. You know, it's like it's. No, it's, it's not. It's, Dune it's, is definitely a bigger. It's 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 Ender's <laughs> Game. I think I think this is a good spot for it. All right, you can. Uh, All right, number nineteen. I mean, should we put Dune in there? <laughs> is that going to be your other Dune. book that you name? Is Dune? No, 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 not the book, the movie. <laughs> well, the movie's not very good. <laughs> I mean, the movies, it's not horrible neither of the movies have that made of dune have been very good i hear they want to do another one maybe they'll get it right this time um <sighs> if you're if you're gonna do dune i would do the book i don't know that i would do dune at yeah, all yeah all right but fair enough if you're gonna do dune if, if you're insisting on doing the book i would do no i mean honestly i hadn't seen the movie myself um or read the book until, all right here's like, the thing if neither you nor i have seen it i think you can live without it because we are the kings of the nerds. I mean, no, I have seen it and I have read it, but it w- but it wasn't until like I was like well into adulthood, like maybe ten years ago or five or six years ago. Like it was, huh? It wasn't like something that I that I saw as a kid. So what's your number nineteen? <sighs> You've only done one 19. book. You've only done one book. You have done no other series. You've done no video game. Wait, we can do video games. You can do anything you want. He playing through a video game is very different. Like that's a doesn't huge he, he does, doesn't need to play through a video game. He can play two hours of video. I, I mean, I could I could set him up with two hours of Metroid, and he'll understand the concept. If he wants to go home and play more Metroid, he can. But after two hours playing Metroid, he'll get it. He'll get what it's about. <clears throat> I mean, I don't think he needs to play two hours of Metroid to get what it's about. Like I think you, if you're doing a video game thing, I think you. You just have like to have but Super I, Mario in there, like you have to have something representative of each era, like like. And the thing is, like you can play something like Pong, and like um, what's it called? Because I love it. Um, and of course now I can't think of what it's called. You can do it. <laughs> well, just just the name. one where he where you just where you where you have to jump and not die. Pitfall. There we go. All Thank right. you. My brain's not working. So like, but the thing is, something like Pong and Pitfall. Like, I mean, we're talking five minutes or less to understand what's going on. Like, you don't sure. need to. Sure. But right. But, but if we put a two-hour cap on a video game, think you on like, the um, on on any game. Sure. Yeah, let, let, I, and but I think that's let, how let's we, be clear. I had him watch like Fellowship of the Ring and say, "You don't have to even see how the story ends. Like, you got it now." Like I, I'm not making you watch the whole trilogy. You've got the like the idea is to make is get it to give them the to the. You flavor, can discuss right? it. Like someone goes, hey, like like it will probably come up at some point. So yeah, well that's the thing. Like I think that that if you have, like, I think if he experiences a little bit of 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 every gaming, uh, like of the of what that feels like. But I mean, a lot of people now play games on their phone. Like has he, like done a lot of that? 
I don't know. I don't know. That covers right some of the right now, we're not even talking about Rick. Right now, this is about hypothet- hypothetical. You a know. hypothetical person that's yeah. done nothing geeky. Yeah. What do you think someone um, needs to have done? I, th- I mean, I, th- I like I said, I think you you have to start. I think you start with. I think you do Pong. I think you do. I don't think you do Pong. I think because yes, it's it like, was the first. But if you're, I mean, Pac-Man, right? I mean, that's got to be, or Miss Pac-Man. Okay, all right. If you're it, sure, Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, right, one so, of those. All right. So, um, I mean, because that's the one. I mean, that's the one that survives. I mean, Pac-Man is you know it's ev- it's everywhere. It's 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 omnipresent. Pac-Man never went away. And to play the original, I think that's you know if you don't say it, I'll say it. Why not? If you want it to be mine, I'll say it. But if you have a game, I mean, I'm just if we're talking like let's just I mean this clearly our format of back and forth and back and forth isn't. Well, really no, yeah, it is. It's your turn. Anyway. It's your turn. No, I know, know that it's my turn, but my point is like we're we're talking about what does the video game package look like? Let's have the discussion, right? All right. So, Pac-Man, Super Mario. Um. All right. So for so okay, let's say we're looking for five like, games that you gotta you gotta play. And some of them is just for like. I mean, that's the thing. You don't have to play. Like, yeah, like the idea is to have a package that gives you an understanding of how. Well, if we're, uh, we're going to take games. five spots on the list, let's take let's take five spots on the list and go. Okay, I think that that Pac-Man. Do we take five spots on the list though? Because I mean, like, if if, if each spot on the list is an hour, is two as a two hour block. Nope. No, I think like, no. It's, how, they, how, they, they're like, how are we defining? They're they're, they're, they're they're different things. Miss Pat like. Like Miss Pac-Man and Pac-Man, they like maybe you can link them together because they're the same game, but really it's like you know, I think Miss Pac-Man is, you know, is more out there that like, you know, there if if you pass by Miss Pac-Man machines your whole life, you pass mo- more of them than Pac-Man machines. So I kind of want to say Miss Pac-Man. Um but I mean be- that's why I'm saying, like, if what we're trying to do is give them the flavor. Yeah, because it's got you know only of, five different titles. So I because I, I can't say this. I mean only five different titles. Because like I'm saying, like you if, you, more want, if, if you, you want, to, but if we're doing if I'm saying if someone needs the flavor of Pac-Man, for instance, they can get the flavor in like two levels. Yeah, no, but I think you gotta play it for 20 minutes to really kind of get into it. Like but but fine, if it only takes two I levels, guess. there's no minimum amount of time. It's just, you know, if if you've done Pac-Man, that's one. So I think that yeah I I look also like I'll put Pac-Man if you want it to be one of them. But if we're coming up with five, what are the five? I think I think Miss Pac-Man because the gameplay is a little bit better than Pac-Man. Well, I also think because it's, it's more on the it's, original. I'm like, it's still out there. Yeah, like I mean, you still go into a Pizza Hut and see it. Yeah. Um. So all right, Miss Pac-Man, <laughs> Super Mario. I think you were right about Super yeah, Mario. Super Mario is is imp- I think it's important. It's a, Super it's Mario a, Brothers it's a watershed one. one. Um. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I think you have to have an MMO of some kind just so that they understand what MMOs are. Like, here's what I've never played. I've never played World of Warcraft, but like, it's a big de- but, but so there's a danger a here, right? Like to whatever person we expose the to. I know, seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's got to try do meth. We, <laughs> exactly. Like, it feels a little bit like, do we give them? Are we the drug dealers? And do we do we say here's some heroin? I don't like, know. I think is that, that right? Is that like morally good for us to do? I don't know. <laughs> so, but I think yeah, World World of Warcraft is the one. I mean, that's the one. I mean, it, it's it's the pre- it's it's the most prevalent. Like, and it's still around. But EverQuest is what started it. EverQuest is what started it, but World of Warcraft is the one that that like refined it. Def- and, and, and and that's right. Of- and it'll be familiar having played. Uh, Having having watched Lord of the Rings, it's like the concept you'll get. Okay, I kind of get what all this is. Sure. Um, the, the fantasy. All right. So concepts. here, one of these two games, and I'll let you choose one. 
Either Street Fighter 2 or the original Mortal Kombat. I say Street Fighter 2. I hate the Mortal Kombat games. I like I like them both, but I do think that Street Fighter 2, there's a reason Mortal Kombat has had, you know, it's, it's on Mortal Kombat 10 and Street Fighter 2 is on Street Fighter 2 version 31. Just yes. Street Fighter 2 has like, so it's Street Fighter 2. We've yeah, done an MMO. So we the only thing we haven't done is, for, is a first person shooter. I kind of want to say Call Doom. Of Duty or Doom? Doom. Like, like it's it's. Yeah, but like Call of Duty is like the is the it's Doom the thing. But here's the thing: I think Call of Duty has gone like like you could say Madden, but I know he's played Madden. You know, he's probably played. that's yeah. I don't think you have to sports games. He's probably played and he's Call played of Madden, Duty like, 2K, like military games like 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 you're like yeah you you because know, you want to say you play these Call of Duty games now, but you want to see where it all started? Fucking Doom. 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 Yeah. So sure. okay, Doom, Street Fighter 2, World of Warcraft, Pac-Man and Super Mario Brothers. So okay. Doom, Miss Pac-Man, Street Super Fighter Mario. 2, Street World Fighter of 2. Warcraft and Super Mario Brothers. All right. What about an adventure game though? So yeah, that's what I was going to say actually is is yeah. well, I'm not going to say video game. I was actually going to say for number 25, um I'm going to come out and say you got to spend a couple of hours playing some Dungeons and Dragons. Like you okay, have to sit down, yeah. like it's, and I could say, yeah, any role playing game, but it's kind of got to be Dungeons and Dragons. You got to see what that's I, yeah, about. That's the, that's the, that's, that's where everything else comes from. Yeah. Like, and I, and I, it wasn't the first role playing game I ever played, but I played it. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I played it later. Like I started with, with Vampire. I was introduced to it, um, with Vampire the Masquerade, <clears throat> but, yeah. um, which I think is great. Um, yeah. Game, but, yeah, I think. They, um, but I. But I think. But 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 everything, every role playing game, every every video game, in many ways, like stems from Dungeons, from and, Dungeons Dragons. and Dragons. Yeah, like it's foundational. Um, and you have to know what it is. Like yeah. you have to. And I don't think. you're not most, watching the Tom Hanks movie about it because it does it a severe injustice. And and most and most jocks will have never sat down and played it. They probably have an idea of what not it is. Not a chance. And yeah. They, an, an idea of what it is, but the, you know. Um, okay. So I'm going to say this as the number 25 experience. And then we're going to stop here. And I think this yeah, is. Yeah, we got to yeah, stop. And, and, we'll, yeah. and we'll make, we'll we'll do 25 through 50. In true us time. fashion, we have to <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> take, it's okay, take it longer than we thought. I mean, so, we're putting together a course here, though, and it's a comprehensive course. It takes time. Yeah. So we'll do. And you know what? In the in between time, like, I guess I don't know when you're going to post this up, but like. I'm open to people going on the on the Facebook page and like like let's talk about it, man. Like throw your suggestions out. Yeah, no. You know? Yeah, what have we missed? What have we missed so far? Yeah, like what is it? What is something that like I mean we're not done yet, right? No. So we're still we making the course. Is there things that are just like I ago. have to? How we, this has to be on there? Like maybe we haven't got to it yet, or maybe we'll forget it. Dear God, yeah. you know, like get talking on there. Get on the Facebook page and tell us what we need. What we need to have. What you think has to be in here to help someone, you know, understand us. As different geekers. <laughs> um, so for 25, uh, this is not, um, this is a, uh, an experience. Um, but uh, you have to go to Awesome Con or SETI of Comic Con, or if you can find it, something even bigger than Farpoint or Shirley, we've got like a major Star Trek convention, but you need to go, you need to go to a, a, a big to to a con, con with the cosplay yeah. 
and the stars. And it needs to be at this point in the list or maybe at the end of the list so that you care about the people you're seeing. <laughs> Like at this point, sure. Like it can't might be- make yeah, it might make sense to be an experience for, for and, and I think Renaissance Festival too. Um, oh shit. Okay, we'll go to twenty six. Fine, or twenty six. I'm just no saying, more. like, if, if, we're, if we're saying like all of this is you know good prep, and then you go and experience the fandom, that's how you do that. Like yeah. those are those are the two places where I'd say you can kind of experience the yeah. fandom. All right, so that's there we are. That's one through. 26 next time we do number 27 through 50 of uh of of the things if we don't decide that that's not enough <laughs> yeah watch us go to like now at our seven well, part no, we, we left out this and we left out that we no, have no, no, to no, no, have no, 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 you gotta hold on to it no no hold on to it because i i want to leave some left and there are so i know there there i can think of 20 that i forgotten um we will go through the list i will read the list to you uh when we come back but for now ladies and gentlemen my name remains justin <laughs> My name remains Alexia. Check off. <laughs> Check off, bitches. Hey, you know what makes us different than all those other podcasts you listen to? We have a movie. There's a movie of this podcast on Amazon Prime right now. Just go right now on Amazon Prime and go look. Check it out. Just search for it. There you go. There it is. Trek off. One word. Just search for Trek off on Amazon Prime or Amazon Instant Video if you want to rent it, if you don't have Amazon Prime as a subscription, or if you want to buy the DVD, it's there on Amazon. But seriously, this podcast, you got all the way to the end. Now go watch us and give us reviews and tell the world, man, a podcast got me made into a movie, man. How cool is that? Go look it up and share it. Love you guys.